Hello, listeners. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jackie Hagans. I hope you had a wonderful week and are excited to dive into this week's episode. For me, this is more than a podcast. It is a chance for me to reach out to listeners who are eager to join me in a discussion guided by God's Word on the issues and events shaping the country today. Whether you are new to God's Word or a lifelong Christian, together we will discuss how faith and government can co-mingle and ally themselves in the campaign against the chaos engulfing our country. This is Truth and Consequences. Let's get started. For wisdom will enter your heart, and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will protect you, and understanding will guard you. Wisdom will save you from the ways of wicked men, from men whose words are perverse. Proverbs 2, verses 10 through 12. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. May your good spirit lead me on level ground. Psalms 143, verse 10. Have you ever tried to look up the meaning of wisdom? According to the Webster Dictionary, wisdom is the ability to understand inner qualities or relationships, a body of facts learned by study or experience, or the ability to make intelligent decisions. The biblical definition of wisdom, true wisdom, like God's grace, is alien to the natural man. Wisdom is, in fact, a divine gift that is granted by God whenever any believer asks. The Bible urges us often to seek wisdom above all things. Hmm, a divine gift above all things makes you think of King Solomon, who we talked about last time, who found out that all things are meaningless without God. Second Chronicles 1, verses 8 through 12 says, Solomon answered God, You have shown great kindness to David my father and have made me king in his place. Now, Lord God, let your promise to my father David be confirmed. For you have made me king over a people who are as numerous as the dust of the earth. Give me wisdom, knowledge that I may lead this people, for who is able to govern this great people of yours? God said to Solomon, Since this is your heart's desire, and you have not asked for wealth, but for wisdom and knowledge to govern my people over whom I have made you king, Therefore, wisdom and knowledge will be given you. You know, we talk about how God knows our hearts, and he knew the desire, the true desire of Solomon's heart, which was wisdom and knowledge to do what was right and good in the eyes of God for Israel. In knowing his heart's desire, God informed Solomon, I am going to give you even more. In verse 12, God continues, and I will also give you wealth, riches, and honor, so as no king who was before you ever had and none after you will have. In other words, God was going to bless him beyond measure, not because he asked for good fortune 
In fact, it was quite the opposite, right? Solomon was not looking for a self-centered gift. He was looking for God-centered wisdom and knowledge, which was very pleasing to God. We discussed spiritual gifts last episode, and the urgency of the message that God was sending was that we should all be finding and sharing our spiritual gifts, searching them out in prayer, asking and waiting on the Holy Spirit to lead each of us in the direction He wants us to go, to fulfill His purpose for His glory. It is important first to really understand what spiritual gifts are. I used to think that my gifts were based on these assessments that I took at the end of a study. Some of you may know what I'm talking about. You may have also taken spiritual assessment tests. You may have taken a workshop to try to figure out your role in the church, and these are very helpful. Keep in mind, however, that these assessments mainly focus on you, mainly fleshing out what you feel, sense, and are comfortable with in ministry. It tends not to be on the Holy Spirit, and it is there where the difference may lay. I found this article online, and it makes so much sense when you think about it. This article reminds you, me, us, of the simplicity of Christ. A spiritual gift is just that, a gift given to you by the Holy Spirit to fulfill His purpose for your life. They are given freely, not based on your merit or talents. The Holy Spirit is the one giving for God's purposes. This means your gifts to be used for God's purposes. This may not be what you are good at or the things you are comfortable with. It is often the case that God uses those who can't but are willing over those who can but whose hearts are not with God. We have all heard and know of cases and examples of such things. An example in the Bible would be David. David was the forgotten little brother who was not called to participate in the king selection process when God chose him to become King David. God qualifies those he chooses for his purposes. He does not always choose the qualified. There are some people, a lot of people in fact, that felt that Donald J. Trump was chosen by God to be President of the United States of America. Yes, it can be good to assess yourself and find your strengths and comfort zones and what may be a good fit for ministry. I am not making light of that by any means. Spiritual gift assessments tests can give you insight into yourself, but the gifts of the Holy Spirit are often used to give you the power to do what you could never do on your own. God asks His people to do what they would normally never choose to do, to bring God glory. In other words, never underestimate the power of the Holy Spirit that dwells within you. You may feel that twinge or nudge in your heart. Do not ignore it. Take that step toward your purpose. 
It is a door God is opening for you and only you to walk through. That is your faith. Take that step and watch God. A.W. Tozer wrote, When we have the Holy Spirit, we have all that is needed to be all that God desires us to be. 1 Corinthians 12, verses 1, 4 through 6, and 11 says, Now about spiritual gifts, brothers, I do not want you to be ignorant. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but the same God works all of them in all men. All these are the work of the one and the same Spirit, and He gives them to each one, just as He determines. This brings to mind the verse in Ephesians that says, Now to Him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to His power that is at work within us. Ephesians 3, verse 20. And what is at work within us? The Holy Spirit. We have to ask. Wisdom is not a fruit of the Spirit. It is a divine gift that any believer can ask for. Jesus says in Matthew 7, verse 7, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. He who seeks, finds, and to him who knocks, the door will be opened. The Holy Spirit produces the fruit within us as long as we stay connected and focused on God, like a branch to a vine. Wisdom and knowledge are divine gifts, and all we have to do is ask. Just make sure you are ready to hear the answer. Look carefully how you walk, not as an unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. Ephesians 5, verse 15 through 16. Look around at where we are today. I don't mean to be the bearer of bad news, just reality. What is America's situation today? Before we begin, I really want to pray these verses. Psalms 139, verses 23 through 24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. We are being invaded every moment of every day. It may not be by an army or a military force of another country coming in, flying overhead, and attacking the United States of America? Oh no, it is much worse. We are being invaded by several different enemies, by several different countries, for many different reasons. Make no mistake, America is being invaded and is being attacked. And make no mistake, America has an evil, corrupt federal government that is allowing, in fact, encouraging this to happen. So as Christians, we can look carefully as we walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. This, my friends, are the facts. Not only are we being invaded 
and attacked in and within our borders, but look at the world outside our borders. While the United States of America is steadily being weakened by its own corrupt government, the countries that we would normally stand strong against are steadily building and growing in strength. China, Russia, Iran, North Korea, Afghanistan. I cannot help but picture in my mind the scene with Jesus and his disciples on the Mount of Olives as they are talking, and the disciples said to him, Tell us, when will this begin, and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? Jesus answered, You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of birth pains. Matthew 24, 3, 6-8 Birth pains, odd, right? Until you think about what is the result of birth pains. A brand new life. Wow, our salvation, our life eternal, God's promise, a new heaven and new earth. We are growing weaker and weaker every day under this administration. The invasion of America for drugs, money, hate, education, free education, crime, and most of all, there is no penalty for the illegal alien. Then America's own government stomping on the Constitution, the law of our land, the rights and freedoms of its own citizens, mandating experimental vaccines, depleting our own military right before our eyes, kicking people out of our military. We don't need to be in war. We're losing our own military in front of our eyes, depleting the first responders, police, nurses, doctors, firemen, right before our eyes, kicking them right out. Why? Because they won't take a vaccine. Allowing, encouraging the influx of millions of illegal aliens across our borders without vetting, enabling human trafficking, human smuggling, drug cartels, terrorists, all of the above to cross uninhibited into America without consequences, flying them on unchartered jets and dumping them throughout the country. Chaos at our borders and throughout our country. Jesus removes the chaos of sin and restores spiritual order to people who accept him as Lord and Savior. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. John 10, verse 10. Followers of Christ desire order, not chaos. Again, another example of a government that has turned our justice system, our country, upside down. And the inflation, wow, that has hit everyone. The depletion of our supplies and stopping our supply chains, stopping our transporting of goods through our truckers, censoring of speech, the overreach of the Department of Justice, leaving us unsafe domestically and abroad. 
and what they are doing to the education of our children is just criminal. I have to say, I never knew with the three branches of government that we have and the Constitution, the law of our land, that this was even possible, and especially in the time frame of one year. But we have to remember, that's just what it looks like on the surface. If you go back, and we've talked about this before on this podcast, everything that is happening has been in play for years, decades. It is just now being played out for us all to see because they have no choice but to show us their evil ways. I believe when President Trump won, it caught so many powerful people off guard that when they took the 2020 election, they reignited their fire into full warp speed. No time to waste. How fast can we make this happen plan? They knew and they know that they have a deficient man at the helm that will only be able to hold on for just so long. And let's be honest, Joe Biden and his entire family can be bought and paid for, throw money their way, and they will dance to whatever tune you play. History has shown that Joe Biden has been an unremarkable politician his entire career that lacks honesty and integrity. Ecclesiastes 5 verse 10 says, Whoever loves money never has enough. Whoever loves wealth is never satisfied with their income. This, too, is meaningless. Amazing that King Solomon was the wise man who found this to be true. God's Word, true yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And here sits America at the end of one year of this tyrannical rule, weak, strangled, out of breath, trying to figure out what in the world is going to happen next. We are dying here. There is out-of-control crime in our streets, open borders in our country. Our laws and justice system have been turned upside down. And it doesn't seem like anyone or anything can stop this insane destruction of our country. Some might ask, where is God in all of this? Why is He allowing this to happen? Our rights and freedoms are being stripped out from under us, and no one with power or the possibility of any success seems to be doing anything to stop it. Where is God? How could God continue to let all of this happen? And we hear about COVID. They control us. They use their power over us. And they distract us with COVID. This has been going on for two solid years. And it continues. Where is Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior in all of this? Is he not our protector and shield? Of course he is. Psalm 27, verse 8. My heart says of you, seek his face. Your face, Lord, I will seek. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him, and I am helped. My heart leaps for joy, and I will give thanks to him in song. Psalm 28, verse 7. It is important to remember God is not the one 
that is responsible for the circumstances in which we find our country facing today. It is not God that said abortion, murder of the unborn, is okay. It was not God that said sexual immorality is okay. It was not God that took him out of the public arenas and pushed him to the peripheries. And the list goes on and on. God gave us all, believers and non-believers, free will. The choice is ours on how we use it, even after we have chosen Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. In fact, we, Christians, may be under a more heavy-duty magnifying glass, since we do know and have accepted Christ. Remember, it was the lukewarm church in the book of Revelation, chapter 3, verses 14 through 22, that were neither hot nor cold. was Jesus has said, I am about to spit you out of my mouth. That is all because of complacent and apathetic behavior. That is something I would really not want to hear when I am in front of the judgment seat. As we all, believer or non-believer, will stand before God and be judged. Our Father is a good and perfect Father who loves us individually and unconditionally. We do not know God's will for America, but we can pray for our nation. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Psalm 33, verse 12. There is corruption in all three branches, in all parties, Democrat, Republican, and Independent. We must also remember that we are not fighting against flesh and blood, but against evil. Only God knows the heart of man, and we know that we are all sinners. And Jesus commands us to love one another. So we must pray for the people and avoid the behavior. And once again, I pull out my little $5 3x5-inch book of the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution of the United States that just touches my heart every time I read it. And I quote, In the end, however, no constitution can be self-enforcing. Government officials must respect their oaths to uphold the Constitution, and we, the people, must be vigilant in seeing that they do. The founders drafted an extraordinarily thoughtful plan of government, but it is up to us, each generation, to preserve and protect it for ourselves and for future generations. The Constitution will live only if it is alive in the hearts and minds of the American people. That perhaps is the most enduring lesson of our experiment in ordered liberty, unquote. The basic overwhelming goal of the Founding Fathers was to protect the liberty of the individual American citizen, which brings us full circle to 2022, an election year, that is something to look forward to. They got to run havoc in 2021. No elections. They had control of the White House and the legislative. This is something where we can make a difference. 2022 is a huge election year. Here on Truth and Consequences, we talk about how important elections truly are. And this year is no exception. 
We see what they are doing to our country, and who knows what America will look like by the time November 2022 finally rolls around. We can and need and better pray for our nation, for our children and our grandchildren. Healing our land starts with God healing our hearts. Let's get community-focused and community-minded. Get involved with the upcoming elections. Remember, during this pandemic, we found out just how important it is to pay attention to the local elections, such as city councils and mayors and DAs and judges and school boards. They all had more to do with our everyday life than we ever dreamed these people would ever have. So, who's running for your local elections? First question, are they Christian? What about the local school boards? What kind of curriculum is being taught? What about CRT, the sex education? What kind of sexual publications will they have in the schools? Who teaches the sex education classes and what grade level? What about American history? How is it being taught? What about curriculum? What curriculum is being taught to the children about our country? Will the children be saying the pledge every day? Republicans, watch out for the rhinos in the primary. Don't be like me and just vote for familiar names. That's probably the worst thing that we can do. Check out who's running in your primaries for Republicans. We don't want the same old people in there that have been in there for decades. These old Republicans, the rhinos, can be as corrupt and evil as the Democrat Party. The rhinos are the old incumbents. And sometimes the RNC, quite frankly, can get lazy and not even try to find new and improved candidates for these primaries. And then we're stuck, come November, having to vote for the same old people. So who is running for your city council, your mayor, any other local office, all the state-level offices? Do your research and know your candidate and who and why you are voting for them. As I am saying this to you, I'm saying it really to myself. When are your primary elections? Those are very important. Vote for your primary candidate because you want them on your November ballot. Remember, most important, elections have consequences. And vote. Make sure you get your friends and neighbors and get them to vote. And the primary is extremely important. And prayer, very important. Second Chronicles 7 verse 14 says, If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. We will be talking about the election all year. This is the way we fight. This is the way we win at the ballot box. That is our only hope for America. Vote, hope, and pray, for God is America's only hope. Have you ever heard of the board game Risk? It is an intense, strategic war game. My son loves this game. If you're going to play, set aside four to five hours. Each player has its own set of armies. The board is a map of the world. The goal 
is global domination. You see where I'm going with this. We, the world, are in a real game of risk. The difference are the players. There are only two set of armies, the world versus the chosen. It's time to choose which army you will join. In Ephesians 6, verses 10 through 12, it says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. This is the reason we've talked about wisdom, knowledge, divine gifts that you ask for. This is the reason to stay connected and focused on God and grow close in your walk and relationship with Christ, the vine, because apart from Him, you can do nothing. This is the reason to pray and find and share your spiritual gifts to serve and faithfully administer God's grace for His glory. This is the reason you choose so that you can strap on your armor of God with complete and total confidence in your choice and know why you are one of the chosen, ready to go and carry out the Great Commission. Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Let's close. Dear Lord, thank you for this episode. It has been an experience full of love and truth. Calm us, Lord, and give us your peace as only you can. You know what lies ahead for our country, and we all know that your will be done. We ask for a shield of protection for the Christians here in America and throughout the world who are being persecuted. Help us all stand firm in truth as we step out in this world. Allow your light to shine brightly through us onto and into the darkness as a beacon for others to follow. I ask you, Lord, protect the listeners that found this podcast today. Keep them safe and healthy. In your precious name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. That concludes this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed our time together. I'm grateful for all my listeners that take the time to join an extremely important discussion. I'm truly blessed to have this opportunity to reach out to others and to build this beautiful community. For me, this is a unique privilege to serve God, and I hope this podcast will encourage others to serve. Now, an easy way to serve is to help our community grow by sharing the podcast on social media. The podcast has its own Facebook page titled Truth and Consequences. It also can be found on Twitter and Instagram under the username Truth and Cons. I'll post all the vital information for the podcast on the social media pages. This will include episode release times, discussion topics and questions, and prayer requests. 
Please share this with your friends and family. Again, thank you for your support, and I'll see you all next week. May God bless you, and God bless America.